What up, everybody? It's your girl, your host, your homie, Queen Breezy, Crown Breezy, Breezy. Welcome back to Inside the Multiverse Podcast. Again, I'm your humble host. Today's podcast is going to just be a recap of everything that's been happening in the world of sports, wrestling, and everything else in between. Now, before we get into the chunk of the podcast, we will do this brief announcement I will be doing a Royal Rumble prediction show probably live on my Twitch and double it as a podcast uh, for the Royal Rumble this year for WWE now early predictions for that match will be Drew McIntyre for the men and either Bianca Belair or Naomi for the women. If you have not followed me on all my socials, please do so. I am at Miss Breezy Brains on Twitter. I am at Crown Breezy over on Instagram. And if you want to come over to my Twitch channel, twitch.tv forward slash Crown Breezy, come on over, hang out with your girl, come get to know me, come get to know the people in my chat. And we just have a fun time vibing out, talking Marvel, wrestling, sports, and everything else in between. And we may play games on occasion in the chat as well. So, there's a lot to talk about with sports mainly. I I don't want to talk about Antonio Brown, but I will get this out there. AB, you are one of the most, if not, not the most talented wide receiver that I have ever seen play and that is saying a lot because I've seen a lot of talented wide receivers play in the NFL i.e. a Larry Fitzgerald a Calvin Johnson a um, uh, um, Mike Evans those type of receivers that are number one receivers that can just get the ball at any radius catch the ball at any radius for from any quarter but no well, not any quarterback but you get the picture those off the field shenanigans that you did when they played the Jets two weeks ago was completely unacceptable. To me, that was a sign of, yeah, I quit on my team because I wasn't getting the ball and that uh, Gronk was getting more targets than him. Well, first of all, Brady's known Gronk a lot longer than you or that any other. Uh, guy he's currently playing with and he has trust with Gronk I don't see why you're mad that he's getting more targets than you I don't see it I don't see why because Brady has built that trust with Gronk yes they have growing pains but there's no denying that they're they're the top Wide receiver, quarterback, slash tight end, uh, quarterback, slash tight end, wide receiver duo in the NFL for a reason. And you're mad because he's getting more targets than you and that you're not getting the ball. Well, first of all, second of all, outside of Gronk, there are other options on the team that Brady can go to. Because he don't always have to depend on you that many the. That is the true definition of a ball hog. 
a definition of a diva wide receiver. And then not to mention that you blamed him for getting the type of deal that you did when you came to Tampa, thinking that you were going to get this big max money deal. When the head coach who used to be your uh, C in Pittsburgh said he didn't want you there in the first place. And, but he respected Brady's wish, wishes in wanting you on the team. And the other guys on the team basically them pulled you in and made you family. And then you'd go and do this. All because you say you got a bum ankle, but yet you were sprinting across the field and doing jumping jacks and running and throwing up signs and throwing your jersey and stuff in the stands to the fans. Uh, that ankle didn't look bothered to me. That same ankle that you said you got to have surgery on. It's crazy to me. How these diva these diva receivers act when they don't get the ball? Uh, when they getting the ball, they catching the t- they catching them getting uh, for touchdowns or big yarded uh, in big yarded situations. You don't hear a peep out of them. But the minute they stop getting the ball, and they see somebody else getting more targets than them, is when they you, that diva side usually pops up and rears its ugly head. Uh, yeah, you burned that bridge. You burned that bridge forever. Of ever playing with Tom again. Because not only did you, he, he stuck his neck out for you twice. In two different situations. He didn't have to. This man let you live in his house. Two different times. Knowing that you got a wife. He got a wife. And kids. But he lets you stay at his house in New England and Tampa. And you in the, the first instance you go and get do all that unnecessary stuff with that girl in a in a business deal. And then you go to Tampa and do a fake va- vaccination card and then you pull this stunt that you did two weeks ago. Yeah, you yeah, you definitely burn that bridge with Tom. I, Tom may forgive you, but if I if I was actually him, I would. Mm-mm. There's no way. There is no way in hell that I that I would ever stick my neck my neck out for you again. Sh- uh, fool me once, shame on me. Fool me twice, shame on you. And yeah, this this is gonna come back to bite him in the butt. This is gonna come back to bite AB in the butt. Now, will something be dumb enough to give him another chance? Yep, because they desperate enough to need, need a wide receiver on their team. They'll do it to him. They'll do it to them too. It's just the nature of the game. He's done it. One, two, three. Four different times, four or five different times over the last six years. Burned so many bridges. Oakland, you ain't even step on the field yet and you cut up. You ain't even stepped to practice yet and you cut up. I I just don't, I don't get it. I don't. 
Like I, there's no, there's no. That's like me going to work every day for the last six years, doing what I need to do, and then all of a sudden I just start cut I just, and doing random stuff throughout them six years, knowing I could get fired. But then I, it makes me do right and. No, my job would have fired me on the spot. But I digress. That's enough about AB. Uh, big congratulations goes out to the new national champion. Y'all see me scratching. Uh, the new national champions of the college football world, the Georgia Bulldogs, who defeated the Alabama Crimson Tide 33-18. It pains me to say this because I am a Crimson Tide fan, born, bred, raised in Alabama, where college football rules Alabama. Like, college football rules Alabama. Like, it's king in Alabama. Down here, you're either Roll Tide or Roar Eagle. You can't be in between. You got to be one or the other. Because if you can't choose and you in between... Both sides are going to hate you. So, I'm roll tide all day. Er day. Uh, but, yeah, big congratulations to the, the Georgia Bulldogs, which adds another championship to the SEC, despite it being Georgia. Uh, I saw it coming. I knew it was coming. Uh, because of how everything went down in the SEC title game where Alabama defeated Georgia. It was very much apparent that Georgia was coming for blue, and they did. They came out swinging, and they eventually became national champions. That pain, that hurt my soul to say that. Because I have a cousin who is a Georgia fan, and he is at home with his brand new baby, and I know he's happy. I know he's happy. And I've told somebody this. I said, yeah, Georgia got got it this year. But guaranteed next year, well, not guaranteed. I promise you next year, Bama is going on a revenge tour, and they're going to be gunning for Georgia. And I'm interested to see how the players for Georgia handle being a champion. See, with Alabama, Nick Saban is kind of like Bill Belichick. <laughs> you win the Super Bowl, it's happy times, celebrating, get, going, doing all these TV appearances, these video appearances, these uh, magazine covers, these trips, everything, the parades, everything. You do that from the time you... For, Probably the next week on. But once it's time to get to going for the new season, uh, recruiting these players, getting these players on their teams. Yeah, that was all nice and good, but this is a new season, and we're going to see how this team comes along. I guarantee you, Nick Saban is at home chomping at the bit, ready to ready for this next uh, 
college football season, which ain't till September. And I know he's just gonna be trying. He's gonna be chomping at the bit for real. He really is, because Alabama didn't play that. They didn't play like they should have. They didn't play like Alabama at all. And I can almost guarantee you that Nick will have those boys in the gym, in practice, going hard, yelling at them. Out. Yeah. Bama will be ready. Because I, I can almost bet you that Bama and Georgia will play each other in the regular season again. And then they'll meet up in the playoffs. And we'll see. We'll go from there. Um, so, yeah. Again, big congratulations to the Georgia Bulldogs for winning the national championship. That happened mo- this past Monday night. Uh, the only thing on NXT 2.0 that I was really invested in was the Grayson Waller, AJ Styles feud. Uh, it was great. It was a very good match. I didn't expect it to be as intense as it was. But in the end, the phenomenal one got the win over Grayson Waller. And then AJ decides to give Grayson the biggest surprise of him of his whole night and life. Uh, AJ is the one who introduces a a returning L.A. Knight. So... I'm interested to see just what they're going to do with L.A. Knight and Grayson Waller. This is not the last you've heard, you've seen of AJ on NXT. Because I think once L.A. Knight and Grayson are done, L.A. and AJ are going to go at it. And that would be interesting to see. Now, do I, would I like to see AJ win the NXT championship? Yes. Because, you know, that was technically his first, that was his first match on NXT, period. Like, when AJ got signed, he went straight to the main roster. He didn't go to NXT and go down there and just light up the NXT world. He went straight to the main roster where, ironically, he debuted at the more at the Royal Rumble against then WWE champion Roman Reigns. So it'll be interesting to see what they do with AJ next on NXT. Um What else? What else happened? That's really it from from uh uh 2.0 the oval. Ooh hoo, hoo, hoo. The oval, the oval, the oval. I won't get into too much detail because I'm gonna do a whole uh, podcast episode of the entire season of the oval. I'm gonna have to go back and watch all the darn episodes. Oh, uh, anyway, I will do a podcast series on that show very soon. It won't be no time soon. But uh, I will do a podcast series on that, SWAT, Power, and Yellowstone. I'll go through all four shows, separate uh, 
separate days, separate weeks. What like one week might be uh, Yellowstone, the next week it might be Power. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Cause right now I I won't be able to. I, what I might do is with Tommy's book set to debut uh, on the sixth of February. What I may do is just I'm gonna wait until this the second season of Power Book Two is done. And then just start with Tommy's book and do recap episodes from there. Woo! That's gonna be interesting. As hell. Because uh, with this, uh, with Power Book 2, there's four episodes left. So, I'm curious to find out how they're gonna end this season. Because what I wanna do is do seasons 1 and 2 together for Power Book 2. And then do a whole series on the original power. Oh, let's see. So yeah, be looking, be looking very, very uh, soon for Power Book Four. Is it Power Book Four? Power Book Four Force Recap Podcast Episodes. That's gonna come out. We is gonna do. It have to be uh, probably every two weeks because I'm gonna do two episodes per. Uh, per podcast episode, uh, and so it's gonna be a lot. I'm I'm pushing. I'm gonna try to push out a lot of content soon. Um, what else? Smackdown, 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 Smackdown. I'm trying to think. Remember what happened with Smackdown. A lot happened on Smackdown. Seth showed up. Laughing in Roman's face. Uh, Roman and Brock had their little exchange. It was just a lot going on there. I'm, I'm curious to find out what they're going to do with Seth and Roman. And if they're going to tie in the S.H.I.E.L.D. stuff with them. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Uh What happened? Oh, Charlotte and uh, Naomi. This is how I know that Naomi's gonna get a a, a, a decent sized push. Uh, because I think Sasha was supposed to be the one to eventually challenge Charlotte for the title, but I think she may drop it to uh Naomi if she if Naomi doesn't win at. At Mania, that uh, I mean, at the Rumble, uh, and somehow Bianca wins the uh, Rumble again, she'll challenge Becky for the uh, Rollins Championship at Mania. That leaves that slot open for the SmackDown Women's Championship, Naomi, Naomi, and Charlotte, and then hopefully that'll that'll lead to Charlotte dropping the title to Naomi at Mania. <clears throat> and we get a new champion because I'm tired of Charlotte already like I'm tired of Becky um let's see AEW AEW there's a lot that I could go into with AEW first of all first of all first 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 of all 
I need them to go ahead and pull the trigger on Warlow and MJF. I need them to go ahead and pull the trigger. And if it has to be twofold, where Wardlow not only turns on Max, he turns on Sean Spears, I'm cool with that. I'm cool with that. Just give me this heel turn. Give me this heel turn from Wardlow, and I'll be fine. Because your girl has been waiting and waiting and waiting for two years, ever since these two got together. But when it started er, back way back when, like we get flashes of like, oh, damn, Max, why is you putting him in the, in, in the line of fire when it should be you in the line of fire? All that's going to come to a head. And I cannot wait to when Warlow be like, you know what, I'm done. Stop it. I've had enough. Boom, bam, boom. Get him the uh, Powerbomb Symphony. And, and be like, hey. That would be me. Hey. Uh, I, I'm waiting, AEW, for you to pull the trigger. Because you would have a lot of happy fans. And I would be one of them. I would be one, one of those happy fans that just be like, well... Thank you, Jesus, for finally pulling the trigger on this feud. Because I think it would be a great feud. And that, honestly, Wardlow has so much, like, info on Max that he could just use that to his advantage. Oh. So, yeah. So yeah, I'm, I'm interested to see how they do that. Um, Cody injured, but you know, uh, Go Big Show is out now for all the episodes and stuff. So he probably will be out promoting that. In the meantime, Sam, Sammy Guevara is the interim TNT champion. I didn't know they could have interim champions. Um, so, yeah. Uh, we'll see what happens with that championship as well as the AEW title. Now that Lance Archer has made it known that he is coming for the main title. And he's coming for Hangman Adam Page. Now, I've seen this man get busted open. Blood spilling everywhere. I can just imagine what him and Lance Archer are going to do. So, <coughs> what else in AEW? Oh, oh, oh. Britt Baker, it was very obvious once Britt came out there that she was going to her man and they finally kissed on camera for the world to see <laughs> for the world to see <coughs> and I was like oh so they're just gonna let the world know well the world already knew that they was together outside of the ring 
But I, I didn't know that they were going to actually do have, like, on-screen stuff together. So it'll be, it, be fun to see how Miss Bebe and the DMD work together. And uh, there's a lot of tension building between Adam Cole, Kyle O'Reilly, Bobby Fish, and the Bucks. I, it's going to amplify whenever, uh, whenever Kenny uh, comes back from his sh- uh, shoulder injury. And uh, prayers go out to him to be uh, fully healthy from COVID as well. So, needless to say, this is not going to be the last that you see of any of them. Uh, NFL. So, a wild card weekend is this weekend uh, coming up. Saturday's games will be the Raiders traveling to Cincinnati to play the Bengals. And the Bills, not the Bills, the Patriots traveling to Buffalo to play the Bills. In the first game, which is the Raiders-Bengals uh, game, I am picking the Raiders to win that game. <coughs> and in the Patriots-Bills game, I'm picking the Bills to win over the Patriots. Uh, Sunday's games will be... The 1 o'clock game is the Eagles traveling to Tampa to take on the Buccaneers. I'm picking the Buccaneers. The 3.30 game will be the 49ers and the Cowboys. picking the 49ers for obvious reasons. I know my uncles will see this and be like, you just a cowboy hater. No, I'm not. I'm just being real because the Eagles and the Cowboys, you don't know. Oh, well, let's let's go down the line here for real. The Bengals, the Patriots, the Eagles, the the Cowboys, the Chiefs, and the Rams. You don't know. Those six teams, you don't know which version you're going to get from week to week. You don't know which version of those teams you're going to get from week to week, especially the... Cowboys. You don't know which version of that team you will get. That's why I am picking the 49ers to win that game. And now the Sunday night game, which is the Steelers traveling to uh, Kansas City to play the Chiefs. This is a rematch from earlier in the season where the Chiefs just dismantled the Steelers because that, that game was just horrible. Um... With it being Ben's final hurrah, if you if you will, uh, I fully expect the Steelers to go and play their best football for him. It won't be for themselves. It won't be for their fans. They'll do it for Ben. With like I said, with being Ben's final, uh, with it being Ben's final hurrah, final season. He's playing with the Pittsburgh Steelers. I fully expect Mike Tomlin to have this team ready to go and play Kansas City because they played horrible in the last time, they, uh, last meeting that they had with each other. Again, Kansas City's 
also one of those teams that you don't know which version you're gonna get. One week you might get uh, last year's Chiefs, where they were just blowing people out, uh, or you might get this year's Chiefs, where you might get the Chiefs that couldn't beat uh, lesser teams. So we will see which version shows up uh, Sunday night. And then to cap it off Monday night, it will be the Cardinals visiting the Rams. I am picking the, I said the Cardinals to somebody, but I'm changing my pick. I am picking the Rams <coughs> to win this game. Although I do not, I don't trust Matthew Stafford. I don't know if he has enough trust in OBJ and the rest of his team to even do so. So we'll see what happens over this weekend with these games. I am looking forward to most, most definitely looking forward to the Bucks uh, starting their cha- their next championship run. Now, am I saying are they going to win the cha- uh, Super Bowl? No, because there is a high chance that the they could go into Lambo. Which, again, uh, the Packers and the Titans hold the number one seeds for both conferences and are on a bye. So, and they have home field throughout. So, we'll see what happens there. If they were to go to Lambeau, they would have to... They If they had to play the Packers, they would have to go to Lambeau and... They would have to do it again. They would have to go to Lambeau and beat Aaron Rodgers again in Lambeau. It's it's a lot that could happen over the next several weeks leading up to the Super Bowl. Uh, I do I do think that the Buccaneers will make it at least to the NFC Championship game at least. Um. But we'll see. This is only the wild card week. Uh, wild card weekend. So we'll see. We will see. Um, this, uh, the Raiders. Be- I was saying this earlier, trying to get it right the first time. Um, the Raiders Bengals game is going to be a game where I feel like Derek Carr is going to have the most to prove. Um, now that you had that there, and they were the, one of the last teams to, uh, get into the playoffs, which makes them a dangerous team. Uh, so I, if I were the Bengals who sit in a three seed right now, I wouldn't sleep on the Raiders. Now, again, the Raiders are a team that you don't know which version you're going to get, much like the Bengals. Uh, so, it, it'll it be interesting to see which team makes the, le- the uh, makes less mistakes. Uh, Derek Carr or Joe Burrow. This is Joe's first time in the playoffs, if I'm not mistaken. So, we'll see how he handles being in the playoffs and this playoff pressure. Uh, because the playoffs is only one and done. You don't get an extra 16, 17 games to try to get to the Super Bowl. This is a one and done. 
If you don't win, you going home. Period. Now it secures you a better draft pick, but I would think that the further you get in the playoffs, the lower you have to be to get a, a draft pick. So we'll see what happens. We will see what happens. <coughs> what I like for Tampa to make it back to the Super Bowl. Yep. Just for Brady to win another one and definitely put it out of reach for anybody to get you know, anywhere close to him. And I I could go into a whole 20 minute talk about him. Right. And here I go. The man has seven championships. Been to, he's had seven championships and he's been to seven plus three, ten. He's been to ten Super Bowls. Has multiple conference championships. Has multiple division titles. Multiple MVP awards. Is likely to win MVP again this year. Um, there's really not nothing. And then he's been he's been elected to the Pro Bowl 15 times, more than any player in the league in league history. That means former and current players. There's not much else that this man absolutely positively has to prove. To anybody, there's not much, and I'm pretty sure that if the Buccaneers were to win this Super Bowl this year, I'm I'm almost like ninety-seven percent sure. There's always that three percent that Brady could fool all of us and come back and play next year. If the Buccaneers win the championship again, there should be no doubt, there should be no doubt that Brady is the greatest of all time. Greatest player, greatest quarterback, Bar none. And this is not me saying this because I'm a Brady fan. This is me being as logical and as sensical as I can be. There, Right now, even if he doesn't win another championship, which that's likely, likely did not likely, um, <coughs> I think that after he won this after he won last year there should not even be a question of him being the goat. Like there is absolutely not nothing else that would that could not put him in as the goat as the greatest of all time. Absolutely nothing. There's 
absolutely nothing that could not have him as the greatest of all time. If you think that he is not the greatest of all time, then you need to go reevaluate your life and look actually look at the man's career. Multiple MVPs, multiple conference titles, multiple division titles, and seven championships, seven out of ten. He's lost three. And two of those were against the Giants, and the other one was against the Eagles. Imagine if this man had won all ten. Imagine if this man won all ten. Six with the Patriots, one with Tampa. Imagine six. Let's say six out of six out of nine. That's three. That's three. Imagine if he would have had all nine championships in New England. Imagine nine, nine for nine. He would have nine for nine, and this one would have made it would make ten. You mean to tell me? If this man had won all the other three, because he got seven, if he would have won this, uh, these other three, this man would have had ten Super Bowl championships. That he would not be the greatest of all time. Like there, there is no denying that Brady is the goat. Period. Point blank, period. All right, so in the world of Marvel, I did a podcast episode on Spider-Man No Way Home. My my thoughts, my reactions to the whole movie, as well as the uh, post-credits. The post-credits scene with Eddie Brock and Venom. I'm not going to say what it was uh, for those who have not still seen the movie. Uh, and then... Uh, for the teaser trailer for Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. I told somebody this a while back. This was back last year. Uh, I was telling, well, matter of fact, I was telling one of my co-workers, I said, Spider-Man No Way Home is going to be the biggest movie for Marvel in 2021. Check in 2022, there are a few movies that's coming out this year. The first being Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. After seeing Spider-Man No Way Home and knowing what could we could possibly expect for Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness will be the biggest movie in 2022 for Marvel. Reason being, the stuff the stuff that I've heard and the stuff that I, that it could possibly come into this movie is gonna be completely insane. Like I am ecstatic 
to see if they're going to add variants of certain Avengers and how they're going to introduce the X-Men into the MCU. Um, what's what's Wanda going to be doing in this movie? Um, and they're introducing uh, Miss America, America Chavez into the MCU as well. So that is that alone is going to be interesting in it. And I was watching somebody on uh, TikTok who had pointed out that all the Disney Plus series, including Spider-Man No Way Home. uh, No, not Spider-Man No Way Home. All of the Disney Plus series introduced the Young Avengers. And uh, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness will add to that. Uh, WandaVision, Billy and Tommy. So that's two. Um, Loki, which had Kid Loki. Uh, let's see. Uh, shoot. I had him in my brain just now. Uh, WandaVision with Billy and Tommy. Kid Loki from Loki. Uh, Kate Bishop from, uh, Hawkeye. Um. Eli, Eli, oh, oh, Bradley from Falcon and the Winter Soldier. And it was one more. It was one more. Can't thank for right. And then, of course, America Chavez from uh, Miss America from uh, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Because we know she's going to be in the movie. Um, I didn't put, I didn't put two and two together until I watched, watched him on uh, TikTok. And he pointed that out. I was like, oh, that's interesting. So I'm going to do more research on the Young Avengers and see what happens with them. And then see what happens with Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Because they a lot of rumors are spreading around. Now, mind you, again, these are rumors. This has not been confirmed that the X-Men will show up in, in the movie. Uh... Toby and Andrew are supposed to return in this movie. Loki is supposed to be in this movie. Um, Professor X is supposed to be in this movie. Of course, we have to find out if that's the what if live action version of uh, the uh, what if Strange, uh, Evil, Evil Strange, or uh, Supreme Strange. Um, what else? We we gonna see a lot. We gonna see a lot, a lot. Are we supposed to get a variant, a uh, 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 Iron Man variant that's not Robert Downey Jr.? Uh, so we'll see. We'll see what happens. We'll, we'll see what happens with this movie. I can't wait. May, uh, can't wait. May sixth is when it comes out. I will be going to see that in theaters. I will not watch it any any other way I will go see it in theaters um let's see here what else I am uh, what I'm gonna do leading up to the theatrical release of Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness I am going to go back and watch WandaVision Loki and Hawkeye and What If and Falcon and the Winter Soldier and do 
uh, podcast recaps and reactions on those episodes. Probably two per two per episode. That way I can get through them quickly. And we'll see uh, how all of it ties into what possibly could happen for the second Doctor Strange. I'm excited for Marvel this year. For real, for real. They're supposed to be releasing some more Disney Plus shows. I think She-Hulk comes out this year. Um, Miss Marvel, Moon Knight. I'm wait, waiting to see what, what they're going to release first. Uh, but Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness comes out on the 6th of May. And then we have Thor, which I'm surprised they had, which they're probably going to do that uh, after Doctor Strange has started promoting that movie. It is uh, Thor Love and Thunder. And then November will be... <coughs> Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. Wakanda Forever! I have that as a, uh, a Twitch ch- uh, channel point redemption, which is is fun to say every time somebody plays it. Um, so, yeah, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever comes out on the 11th of November, I believe. I, ha- I have to double-check it. Um, and I can't wait for that, because I want to see what I was in store for that movie as well. Rest in peace to Chadwick Boseman, the original, and forever will always be uh, King T'Challa. <coughs> the f- not the first Black Panther, but the Black Panther. Anyway, um, enough about Marvel. I'm trying to think of what else I need to tell y'all. Oh, as far as my Twitch channel goes, my Twitch channel, which is twitch.tv slash crown breezy, I am, I have a lot of things going on over there. Um, I stream Monday, Monday, Wednesday, and fr- Fridays at weekly, uh, 5 p.m. Central Standard Time. The days and times are subject to change, but that is the set schedule for the channel. Again, you can follow me on my socials, which is. Miss at Miss Breezy Reigns on Twitter, at Crown Breezy on Instagram. Uh, let's see, what else? In the movie world, uh, well, TV world, TV world. I am. Uh, what we're gonna do again? Uh, I'm gonna wait. Until Power Book Four Force premieres, the first two episodes I'm gonna go every two episodes and do a podcast uh, recap reaction for that, um, and we'll see how that goes uh, with that because that's Tommy's book, Tommy Egan, um, and what I'll do is the week before Force is uh, debuting. I will do a thorough podcast episode about Tommy Egan uh, from start to finish. From the time we first meet him in the original power until his last moments with Monet and Tariq in Power Book 2. So that that's going to be fun. 
that is going to be fun to talk about. Talk about Tommy. Uh, in the in and in between that, I will inter- I will tell y'all about everybody that he's connected to: Ghost, Tasha, Tariq, Raina, uh, Dre. And hopefully by then we'll get more connections throughout book two, season two. Um, that way I can make a whole bunch of connections to that as well. Um, but other than that, this this has been an interesting podcast for, for a podcast episode. I've covered a lot. Um, oh, the Oval. What I'm gonna do is let the rest of this season go out. And I'm, what I'm going to do is, since we're already in the third season, and there are a bunch of episodes in the first two seasons, twenty five, I think 23, 24, 25 in the first season, and then I'm going to go through season two. Um, what I want to do with The Oval is do a podcast series with that show and then just briefly do it like a character synopsis on each character from SWAT and then dive into the episode, the episodes of the current season, uh, which is season six, I believe we're, we're in then Yellowstone. I want to get into that too. Cause ooh, child, 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 it's a lot going on. That show, <coughs> um, like I said, your girl, your girl's been busy. I'm oh, working on a merch store for my Twitch channel. I am doing this podcast. I'm streaming, and I want to do more. Like I want to do more to put my brand out there for people to take notice of but that's all I got right now for this podcast I appreciate everybody that has been watching and listening to me ramble for the last 50 plus minutes um I appreciate everybody again if you want to go follow me on Twitter please do so at Miss Breezy Reigns on Instagram at Crown Breezy uh, twitch.tv slash Crown Breezy again I stream Monday Wednesday Fridays 5pm Central Standard Time weekly note that dates and times are subject to change uh again thank you for watching listening tuning in i love each and every single one of y'all again i am your humble host uh crown breezy breezy queen breezy and this has been inside the multiverse